Pacific Beer Chat records on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish First Nations, including the Hlitsum, the Ketsi, the Kwantlen, the Coquitlam, the Matsqui, the Musqueam, the Kakite, the Semiahu, the Squamish, the Tawasan, Tsleil-Waututh, and the Stalo First Nations. Welcome to Pacific Beer Chat. I'm Mike. I'm Jordan. And we've got two special guests with us today. Can you, can you introduce yourself? Uh, Mark, uh, one of the owners of Ricochet Brewing. And I'm Megan, Mark's wife. Perfect. Awesome. Where are you guys located? Uh, we're located on the sunny shores of the Shushwap Lake in Tappan, BC. Okay. Cool. Is, how close is that to um, Cronogue then? Uh, we're about 15 minute distance to Cronogue. Nice. Okay. That's Good neighbors to have. Totally. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that place is interesting. Good old <laughs> farm. Yeah. 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 So, uh, how how recently do you two? Uh, when did the brewery open? Uh, we opened at in the beginning of August, um, with some delays as always. Uh, <laughs> only <laughs> some. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, only some. We had planned to open uh, May long weekend, but uh, due to permits and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know the drills. Yeah, slugged it out and did a quick opening. Uh, yeah, end yeah. of July, beginning of August. So, so it's been six months. Oh, right on. So you guys have been grinding away, I bet, pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. When you hit the ground running in the middle of summer, it uh, yeah just throws you in the mix <laughs> pretty yeah. cool. well that's good well why don't we jump into uh the first beer we're going to try tonight and then we'll get back into the conversation but we're going to crack the mountainside pilsner first here do you want to tell us a little bit about it yeah so uh we chose the the mountainside as the name for the beer um just to kind of um beef up our our background to our our logo which is mount bastion uh, when i walk out my brewery door what i see is a beautiful picture of mount bastion uh, right in front of me um always enjoy the view of the mountains and uh it's one we can just sit on the back deck sit on the beach and just enjoy a nice cream clean crisp uh, pilsner with a little bit of hop at the end okay Nice. It's got to be awesome to have the mounds right there. I wonder, uh, should do a little contest, see who has the best view out of their brewery. Yeah. You, you guys, or um, Fernie's got a pretty wicked view, uh, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, you guys, are you guys, and you said you were right on the lakeside? Yeah, so we got uh, the Sunny Bray Road right in front of us, and then the lake's right on the, right on the other side there. So. Oh, darn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, stuff life. <laughs> yeah, that's a really crisp uh, aroma, kind of grassy hops on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a nice color. It's not as clear as I normally see in Pilsners, but I don't mind it. I like it a little hazier. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I do like that. I don't like Pilsners. <laughs> yeah, it's got a nice hot presence. Yeah, We get that a lot. People are like, oh, I don't like a Pilsner. And they'll try it and they go, oh. Oh wait a minute! I like that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's got the hot presence, almost more of a pale ale, which I do actually really enjoy. Really grassy, um, 
not getting a ton of grain on the flavor, but lots of hops in there. That's nice. I yeah. I find it it is crisp though. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Nice. Well, super dry too. Like there's there's no residual sweetness really. Yeah. No, you're you're picking her all up there. <laughs> I've done this a few times. Yeah. <laughs> great yeah. on a patio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, what's your capacity at your brewery? Um, yeah, so we run a, a 10 heck brewery, 1,000 liters. Um, so we got a mash ton. Uh, well, it's got 1,300 capacity, um, 13 heck, uh, and just for you know, filling it up a little extra full for the bigger brews. Uh, same with the boil kettle. Uh, we run a 3,000 liter hot water tank, hot liquor tank. Uh, we started out with 4,000 liter fermenters and a one bright tank. And then recently added a 2,500 liter fermenter, uh, which was a steal of a deal. But unfortunately, uh, it was due to one of our newest neighbors closing. Uh, oh, no. Moro Beer Company. I don't know if you guys cut wind of them, but. I did. Um, they were not long lived, I believe. Yeah, I, yeah that's sad. Yeah, it was very sad. Yeah, yeah unfortunate. It, it would have been a an awesome uh, way to play off each other, and and we're like directly across the lake from each other, so kind of neat. Uh, he kind of gave us a good uh, heads up heading into the industry. Um, he's got some background in it, so it was good to bounce some ideas off him before we did our startup. Damn, I I feel bad. I didn't even hear about them open. <laughs> it, was, it was unfortunately a quick uh, thing in nine months up and down but oh geez that's brutal yeah, yeah it's too bad so that's the the hard side of like manufacturing right it's yeah hard business yeah 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 well uh, you guys got space to add more stuff or get bigger equipment if as you grow or yeah the idea is uh as we grow we'll uh uh, we got the height in here, so we got 18 foot ceilings. Um, nice. So we got we got 10 more feet to go on our fermenters if we really wanted to. Um, nice. So, um, but for the most part, going up is about about the main area that we have. We could maybe squeeze one more fermenter in, um, but it, it it'll get tight. <laughs> for, for, tight for tight for me. Maybe not for other breweries in the area. Yeah. <laughs> It, it just happens, right? You you think you're gonna have enough space, and then oh shoot, we need more more capacity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's hard to judge what you're gonna need as well. But yeah, specific mechanical did our equipment, and they did an amazing job of uh, yeah our layout and making everything fit so that we do have room. Yeah, uh, I use them as for plumbing too. <laughs> they just got bought out though. They're uh, Kern Building Solutions or something now. Oh, oh. Okay. yeah, yeah. Didn't hear about that. <laughs> yeah, recently just happened a few months ago. Anyways, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they make really good systems. So yeah, yeah, they do. yeah. We're very happy. Yeah, you you don't have to worry too much when you hire them on. Like yeah, yeah. everything's gonna be tiled in. You buy from you know overseas or something. You never know what you're gonna get. Well, that's that's exactly the reason why we bought so local. Um, and, you know, local for us is a, essentially a six hour trip, uh, down to Victoria. Yeah. Um, so 
it kind of paid off in our respect that uh, just upon startup of our brewery, we we're firing our our brew kettle up, and uh, we had some wires crossed and short circuited our control panel. On oh no! Then like days before startup, and uh, specific mechanical was uh, on the ball. Um, within uh, you know 24 hours, I had a new burner up here. And uh, we fired it up and got it going. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those startup things, right? Yeah, that's amazing. And that sucks so bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of the game. Part of the game. Always something. Yeah. Yeah. Right right on. So, um, interested in how you guys came up with your uh, brewery name. Mm, We get asked that one a lot. So, (laughs) cool. Go for it um so we used to own a, or we do own a construction company um was our first business and uh mark took a work injury where he fell off a ladder Ooh. um so he's had several surgeries on it and just has will never be the same so um he's loved home brewing and kind of we got this crazy idea of starting a brewery in our backyard um coming up with a name was difficult but uh we chose ricochet just to um ricochet off of life's ups and downs make the most of the downs and uh just ricochet and go a new direction uh yeah yeah right on good name yeah i like it yeah and you know there's always ricocheting nails and construction and (laughs) we pull it in all all over the place (laughs) (laughs) nice throwing that ladder that you fell off of Oh, yeah. ricochets down the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right into the dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> Ricochet off the walls of the dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. That's actually funny because you're not the only brewery then that started up that way. Like Strathcona mm-hmm. Brewing is owned by a guy that owns a construction company. Um, I'm trying to think. There's others, too. Former's Folly. Former's Folly, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's other breweries out there doing the awesome. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... Beer is very prominent in that industry, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Beer after a day's work. And um, yeah, we, we use a lot of our, our construction buddies to uh, do a lot of the taste testing on the, on the beers um, along with, you know, one of our other beers named after um, our firefighters. Nice. We'll, we'll uh, we'll get to that one when we get to that beer. (laughs) I guess it's good too. If you're in the construction industry, you'll definitely know who to work with and who not to work with. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah that is true. It's a, uh, it's definitely a small town around here. So oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> names travel fast and uh, uh, good uh, reputations go strong. So yeah. yeah. Right on. Well, do we want to crack into this next beer here? I'm looking at the grapefruit IPA. Yeah. All right, let's crack this bad boy. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, me too. Can you tell us a little bit about this one? Um, this was one of my summer, summertime favorites. Um, so we had we had fun with this one. Uh, we got to use some local product. Um, local locally than, sourced. Locally sourced, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we do actually use uh, whole grapefruits in this. Uh, we puree them and put them in the boil. Damn. So we, what do we do? Uh, we do a whole case of grapefruit in a in a batch. Yeah. So yeah. So 
The kitchen aid is the, the blender is blender. Good, good use. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So uh heavily hopped. Um I was hoping for a bit more haze suspension in this one. Um but it likes to settle out on me right now. So we're playing with that a bit. That's always a pain in the butt. It, it's almost easier at the homebrew scale to keep the haze. And as soon as you go commercial size, <laughs> yeah. drop or something. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's just the fermentation process, you know, controlled fermentation. Um, I, yeah, it's hard to say where where it dro- drops out or why it drops out so fast in in uh, in the can form. So it's got a nice aroma, though. It definitely it's it's. it's Talk, you can smell the hops. It's yeah, like I like. Yeah, yeah, it's heavily hopped um, and the grapefruit. We're running close to about an 80 IBU on it. Damn. Um, so sometimes, sometimes it portrays itself that way, sometimes it doesn't. So you really taste the grapefruit in it. Yeah, that's definitely got a huge grapefruit thing going on. Um, and it's obvious that it's real grapefruit. It's not some grapefruit mm. flavoring. Yes. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, for sure. Not like uh, Whistle Brewing Company's grapefruit ale. <laughs> it tastes like just fake, <laughs> fake stuff. But yeah, um, we, we, uh, we're we very um, prominent about labeling a grapefruit. It must taste like grapefruit. Yeah. Um, you know, our coffee must taste like coffee. Um, that was something we really strive for uh, when we decided on putting those labels on the on the on the cans so well i appreciate it because it's such a bummer when you buy a beer and you see oh this is going to taste like this and i'm like doesn't taste anything like that (laughs) yeah so it's nice like you'll get like a stout that says it's going to be a nanaimo bar and it tastes like burnt and dry it's like that's not a nanaimo bar like don't lie to me (laughs) well i'm finding the flavor on this too is is like you get like grapefruit juice yeah but then as it's settling on your palate yeah i get the the grapefruit rind with the yeah, hops yeah. kind of yeah, yeah it's, totally. it's it's good then it for you said 80 ibu right yeah yeah it's close it, to it's kind of that some people like aspirin-y like dryness in the finish but it's not really super bitter no it, yeah it's it's got that like yeah the dryness at the end there yeah so. That's really nice though, yeah. Definitely more on the West Coast style on the flavor for me. Yeah. Even though it's grapefruit, it's not like super juicy, but it's super grapefruit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We get we get a lot because um, the grapefruit rattler was a big one, right? So yep. um that kind of gets mostly um that's what we get asked the most. Is is this a, a rattler? It's like no, it's, yeah. it's, it's IPA right on the can. Yeah. yeah, it's not pink grapefruit. Like this yeah. is this is grapefruit. It's not sweetened. Yeah. yeah. And it's what is it? Four point four point seven. Four point seven. Yeah. So leaning on the session side of it, right? Um, reason for that, I'm not a big seven percent IPA guy. Um, we. Uh, we want to be able to sit down and have a few of these on the beach or whatever, right? So uh, not overdo it. Yeah, we 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 kept our our percentages down on a lot of our beers, um, and they'll probably somewhat stay that way. Uh, once we get into the darker ones, they're up there a little higher. But yeah, this makes per- sense. Personal preference, right? So absolutely, that's why a lot of my beers end up being closer to nine. <laughs> 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 
it's got to be personal preference, right? And if you're yeah. expecting to be like sitting on the beach and having a beer, you're probably going to want something a little closer to five or something mm-hmm. than nine or ten. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you can't drink as long that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, most of our customers in this area are here for the summer. They're here to, you know, hang out on the boat, on the beach, on the cabin, cabin deck, right? So uh, we want them to enjoy a few of them, and, you know, keep drinking our beers instead of having to switch to water after a while. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have much of a taste? Like, do you have a big tasting room or? No, we, uh, we opted out of a tasting room. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Um, for us, uh, we got a big hint when Morrow shut their doors, um, and, and knew that sustainability, uh, of our brewery Operation. operations, uh, was key. Um, so I, I'm literally in my back shop. Um, I put in a full commercial brewery. We got our own canning line. Um, we have no staff at this time. Uh, and our main focus is distribution to restaurants, and liquor stores. Okay. We, we are the only local brewery in cans in a liquor store. Oh, damn. Yeah, that makes sense. So we chose yeah. to put our money into our canning line. We don't need to rely on anybody else and their schedule to come can. Um, we're flexible with our kids. If we need to be canning at seven o'clock at night or really early in the morning, we can. Um, yeah. And with it being our personal property, we, we didn't want the traffic here and sticking around for hour, two hours for a tasting room. Um, yeah, it just keeps our overhead really low. It's manageable. That we don't makes want sense, to yeah. off too much, too much, too fast. No, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, it's happening more and more these days. It's down the road, if you change your mind, you could always open up a satellite Absolutely. tasting room off yeah. the property then. Yeah. yeah. Yep. A lot of our planning also happened during COVID times when everything was shutting down. So we were like, oh, put the brakes on. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, that was a scary time for sure for a lot of breweries. Yeah. Like, Especially building the these opening. huge tasting rooms. And it's like, oh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. And this, you know, it it, it makes it... Uh, Makes it very functional. We do a lot of our tasting at farmers markets, events, mm-hmm. um, uh, liquor stores for you know one-off tastings, kind of things like that. But uh, yeah, heavy presence presence in the in the farmers markets and, and things around the area. Can can you sell uh, packaged product at the farmers markets? I know some places you're allowed to. Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. There's certain requirements that the market has to meet. And as long as it meets those requirements then and we have authorization, then we're good to go. Yeah. I think a lot of those rules changed even with COVID. There was a lot of yeah. loosening of a lot of laws. Yes. Yeah. 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 If anything good could come out of it, there was that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it really made this model of a brewery very functional, very profitable. So yeah, that's good. So I'm guessing there's no there's no story behind the name of this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. We just um, put a shit ton of grapefruit in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. It was just one of the the summertime homebrews that I quite enjoyed, and uh, the the fun part was ramping it up to a commercial scale. So going from twenty liters to a thousand liters. Yeah, that was. Fingers crossed. It was yeah. like, come on. How many, how many grapefruits went in a 20 liter batch? One. <laughs> yeah, not, even, not even. Not uh, even. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. That's a bit different for sure. <laughs> well, actually, I, I think I, I just zested the, the rind yeah, on the grapefruit. Yeah. yeah, I think we just zested it. And then that was it. This We actually used the whole grapefruit because we don't want it to go to waste kind of thing. No, for sure, yeah. Yeah. So, so you just take a, a full grapefruit then and just toss it in the food processor? Literally, I'm in my kitchen cutting up grapefruits and I just put it in the blender and it pulverizes and I put it in the bucket. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about trying to make a ginger beer, just like non-alcoholic mm. pop. And it's going to be the same thing, just throwing ginger yes. into the friggin' food process. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. I'm on my last sip here. Yeah. No, I really enjoy this. Um, I'm not always a fan of the low alcohol IPAs because they often are lacking in body, I find. Okay. Um, which you don't get with a bit of like a hazier beer. You don't lose out on that. But so many like West Coast style, like clear ones, yeah. just no body, I find. So this has got lots of body, lots of flavor. Really well done. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. That's what you want when you've got a low alcohol beer. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing worse than like, oh, yeah, it, it's good, but where's the flavor? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, lots of flavor in this one for sure. Nice. All right. So we are on to Firehouse Red Ale. And <laughs> this one is where am I finding that it's in the same spot? Oh, it's 4.7 again. So the first three we've had are all 4.7 consistency. I like it. Wow. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> So this one sounds like it has a bit of a story behind uh, the name here. Yeah. So uh, I have uh, a 15-year volunteer firefighting career. Uh, I'm now currently the local fire chief. Oh, cool. Oh, just what you need another, uh, <laughs> another thing to do, right? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. You don't need half of it. <laughs> so at any moment, you could be pulled away from this podcast. It, it's very likely. Knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> oh, man. All I got is stainless steel around. Yeah. yeah. I knocked for you. <laughs> yeah. So That's this amazing, one, man. this one, uh, little tribute to my boys of the fire hall. Um, they're always more than willing to uh, do the test trials on our beers. <laughs> I bet they are great great uh, bouncing board for sure um, but this one essentially our flagship of our brewery right now um, it was our first off the line mm -hmm. um, we uh, we've seen it sustain both summer and winter um, very well it's our top selling product right now um, oh that's so, interesting yeah yeah mm -hmm. and I kind of tribute that to our our local demographic, I would mm -hmm. say. Um, we're no downtown Vancouver or big city Kelowna. You know, we we don't the IPAs don't flow here like they yeah. do down there, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, our pilsner, our red, um, our stout, our kind of the the ones that are selling very good on all around seasons. Um, the IPA super popular in the summer, but uh, that's probably due to the tourist side of things. Also, could be. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say I don't. I'm not big into IPAs when it's too hot out. That's I go. I go sours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. 
I love IPAs. Uh, we all do, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, when it's roasting hot out and you're tr- you're just casually sipping an IPA as it warms up, it's like yeah. drinking know. it too slowly. Well, <laughs> you know me, I'm so, a chatterbox too. Yeah. So it's always a solution to the problem. No, for sure. I just I do find it interesting though because red ale doesn't seem to be a popular style these days. Sort of like a brown ale. Like I love a brown ale, but no one seems to buy them. And I'm, it's really cool that that's one of the ones that's really selling for you. I mean, yeah, yeah it's IPA, but also like Pilsners, craft Pilsners usually fly off the shelves in smaller towns. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. It's just not what I'd expect. Yeah, quite often we'll we'll get the comment of, "Oh, finally, you have a red! Like you have something, you know, not not out there. It's it just it hits a lot of different taste buds. So it, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Well, it smells like toffee. <laughs> yeah, a lot of toffee, caramel. Into I sort. get I get more caramel on my palate, but on my nose, I'm smelling toffee. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I yeah. don't know how I can tell the difference. That's weird, but I do, <laughs> I do like both. So you drink beer, yeah. <laughs> like I know so many like flavors and aromas of things that I've actually never had the actual thing, but I've had enough beers of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <that's that. laughs> I can see why I can see why this is popular. It's yeah. very easy to sip on. It very is smooth. Yeah, a little, almost like a little bit creamy on the mouth feel. It's like ro- roasty, a little caramel. bit of roast caramel, yeah. yeah. It's it's not ultra dry, but it's not sweet either. It's just kind of right in that sweet spot. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah, the, yeah, the hops are pretty light on it. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, yeah, easy yeah, drinking. It's, it's fun taking this, like all these beers, to like markets and doing doing taste testing like that with with the customers. And, you know, just because everybody's palate's different, um, you know, I got one the other day that our red was super hoppy. I was like, I've never heard that before. <laughs> they probably drink something like Budweiser yeah. you know, yeah. or something. So it is to them. Yeah. yeah. So it's always interesting, the comments we get to, yeah. from customers. And it's fun. Like, I know that everybody's palate's different, so I don't take offense to it. No, no. I, I know what my palate tastes, and I'll tell you what it tastes, but yeah, you, you may grab something else, right? Pass them a fat tug and see what they think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, try this. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it's 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 gone over well. We've had uh, most most of the kegs we've been sending out uh, are red ales, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is interesting, but yeah, it is. It's. Uh, I don't know, maybe fill in the void of the big commercial Rickards Red. I don't know. Like it, it could be that. And I mean, also, any brewery that already stocks craft beer will have an IPA. Yeah. They'll probably have a pale ale. Right. They might have one other style or whatever. They're probably not going to have a red ale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I can't think of too many people that are doing it, but. No, not anymore. Like when, when craft beer started to like pop off years ago, when like Powell Street opened up back in the day. You saw a lot more like red ales and brown ales, and down here those kind of dried up for the yeah, most yeah. part. They're, well, I will be brewing one at locality. Yeah, on the twentieth, they're doing their Irish oh. red ale again. <laughs> I, I get a, I get to go shovel grain for them. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just you know, it's one of those styles that it, it doesn't seem to sell a ton down on the coast here, so we don't see them very often. Yeah, well, we were awesome. we we're 
very happy we sent a, a cake down to our buddies at the barley merchant there and ah uh, yes yes and, they, uh, flew, they flew through our keg of bread yeah yeah josh emailed, another he was one. like it was just gone yeah <laughs> and again like they got a huge tap list and there's yeah. very rarely a red ale i'm sure on that tap list and not because tim's not trying to find one no yeah again, there's not a lot of them there. Well, yeah. And another thing about uh, the Barley Merchant is they bring in everybody's. So if you haven't seen it before, you're like, oh, I've never tried Ricochet Brewing. And yeah. there's something on tap. I look for that all the time when I go there because I'm literally across the bridge in Pit Meadows. Nice. Um, but you you look for the random stuff you don't get down here. Like they got Cran on backhand yeah. or what is it? The backhand, backhand of God. Yeah. Still yeah. there. Yeah. They've got some stuff you don't see. So it's nice to actually be able to try stuff like that so i, yeah. I think you guys should send some more down <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know we we're we're super pumped for tim to reach out like that uh, yeah it's it's you know it, it uh it's a huge encouragement yeah yeah absolutely yeah especially if it's sold that fast that's awesome yeah. yeah you'll have to get uh jason next time he's out that area to bring a couple kegs back for you guys so because uh, <laughs> he was out, out that way yeah i i think we're coming down I don't know where where we are, but we're heading. White Rock. Heading uh, there's to, a, okay. a, I don't know if it's a tap house, but he somebody else. Yeah, reached out from White Rock, and they're gonna put in an order, so we're gonna bring it down on Monday. So nice, very cool. Yeah. Right on. Hopefully so, the weather plays nice for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was gonna ask about distribution, but it sounds like you guys are making it slowly down to the coast. Yeah, Barley Merchant was our first one, our furthest. Um, we have some. Um, kegs on tap in Revelstoke. We have some kegs on tap in Vernon, uh, and then the Barley Merchant, and then now this White Rock one. So we're just gonna kind of take it as it goes and see if we need to put a like a minimum keg order and team up. Um, I mean, we team up with uh, Shushwap Cider. Uh, they come down all the time too, so uh, it's good to have connections like that, um, and then see where it goes before we. Uh, look into any liquor stores down there we just yeah. really want to put a lot of our energy into local that's smart it makes sense yeah sell as much as you can locally and then if you've got product available then you can yeah. Yeah. ship it further afield yeah yeah, yeah. And i think that's that's our biggest unknown right now just being not even a year into our business um we haven't even gone through a full summer yet so uh we're a little nervous going into the summer and what what is in my demand um so right now our 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 reach is pretty much Kamloops to Vernon to Revelstoke as far as our can distribution goes and then yeah a few kegs slipping out to the lower mainland there that makes sense well you never want to turn down an opportunity either so, oh no for sure especially yeah. if it's just like a one-off opportunity yeah yeah you yeah, never know how many bars they actually own either they could yeah. be one of those that's people true. that have like four or five tap houses or something like that that's very true yeah yeah, yeah. or I mean like forget who's in t on tap now but haven't been to the keg in a while but the keg's been doing that bringing in cans from breweries like twin sales last time i was there had cans at the keg so you okay. can you can kind of get you know hooked yeah. up with some of those bigger restaurant chains and it can be good totally. for you too i actually yeah. had a backcountry brewing at the keg last time i was there they had the uh widowmaker ipa and cans. there you go well. yeah, yeah. nice yeah i never thought about that that's it, smart it's nice to see some of those like local larger chains kind of like attaching themselves to craft beer too now yeah which you never used to see it was just the big guys only it, it's happening a lot more i know because my wife is in the restaurant industry she's uh 
she works for uh, White Spot now, but I know when she was uh, at another restaurant, they were bringing in uh, local breweries. So like Silver Valley, she was in Maple Ridge. They brought in Silver Valley a couple times. And I think they brought in Maple Ridge even. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm going to crush this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So what, what was what was the uh, difference uh, between summer and uh, the winter here for your volume? Did you drop off much, or did you just kind of keep ramping up? Um, no, I'd say it it dropped off a lot just because um, we don't have the tap room. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's you know that's where a lot of sales um, are made. But uh, December was really busy with Christmas, and then you got dry January, so liquor stores slow down and. <laughs> Yeah, what we didn't want to overstock as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they do dry February too. It's like I, I know. That's... Like just pick one, not both. Yeah. No, don't pick one. Yeah, don't. <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> don't be a quitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just saying, no one likes a quitter. I guess yeah. with your 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 town's probably pretty reliant on tourism. Then, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it probably doubles for sure in the summertime, especially our area and Salmon Arm. So well, I, even even at the brewery here, we so we open on the weekends during the summer, uh, just to have, give you a tour, and then we have off sales here. Um, but like end of September long, the next weekend was just dead. <laughs> it's like nobody. Okay, I guess this yep. is the weekend we close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. But I guess the one thing that's good about the slowdown in the winter is that's where you can try to reach out to places a little further afield yes, and get your name yeah. out there so that people might come out and check out your beer in the summer. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we didn't, we didn't do any, any distribution outside of salmon arm in the month of August. It took us till mid September to start distributing to Vernon and Kamloops and Revelstoke was even into December by the time we got there. But um it was yeah it just it wasn't a priority and then summer was over now we can focus on distribution get our product out into liquor stores um we're very thankful for the liquor stores um being the only local brewery in cans uh on the liquor store shelves the next closest ones are mount begby and martin brewing in vernon and then uh we got a few in Canloops there so it's we, we got a pretty wide open territory, which is great for us. And kind of the reason why we went directly for cans. That makes sense. Yeah. Like Crinogue went basically only for growlers, growlers and taps. So yeah, it's good to go the other way sometimes. Yeah. 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 And we got uh, barley station in uh, salmon arm there and they're just a, a restaurant pub um, in house only. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. They're, they're a little brew pub, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been there once. Yeah. They're yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. They so. they do some cans at the door, don't they? They do at their door, uh, but you won't find them on the liquor store no. shelves. So. Cam- Camloops, too, is not... They don't have a ton of ones uh, to do, because Bright Eye just does their crowler fills, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there, there yeah. is. There's, there's a couple. Iron, a handful Iron, of breweries in Camloops. Iron Roads. Iron, Iron Road, yeah. Um, Red Collar does cans and yeah, bottles, I think, bombers, still. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to think. So there's, there's a few, but not many. Not no, a ton, yeah. No, yeah. That's not true. like not like Vancouver. No. <laughs> oh, I could walk to 10 brewers in 10 minutes. Yeah. Where, when yeah. I got them by my work. <laughs> I literally steamworks is I get out, take the train and steamworks is right there. 
Oh, sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, want to crack this next one? Yeah. Mike, hurry up and drink. I got another glass. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Too much talking, not enough drinking. I, I just, uh, I like that red ale. It went down awesome. Thank you. I was just talking too much, yeah. <laughs> so what is what is this one called again? This is coffee stout. Oh, just easy peasy. Yep. yep. So the the uh, we have a coffee roaster who lives literally one house behind us. Nice. So he'll he will roast the beans, grind them, bring them over. We'll cold brew it for eighteen hours, and then we'll throw it in the fermenter. So it's super fresh. Damn. So do you want to shout out your the coffee roaster? Is that yeah, yeah, business? yeah. It's uh, Reverend Coffee. Okay, cool. Yeah, so just a he's just got a small roasting company. Um, I don't. Yeah, and he's also one of my firefighters. Oh wow, so, <laughs> that's awesome. A little bit of connections there. I but, like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know how far his radius is, but I know he's got a few stores in Salmon Arm stocking him. So yeah, nice little nice. little so roast. Reverend Brew or Roasters? Reverend Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Okay, cool. Yeah. And this one's six point nine, so it did take a little step up. Yeah, 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 we got excited with this one. <laughs> We're okay with that. Yeah, we are. It's definitely super dark. Oh, yeah. You can almost see light through it. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I can barely. Yeah, nice, like, that nice, like, chocolatey, light chocolatey brown head. You get the coffee in the nose. Yeah, coffee and roast. Yeah. Yeah, roast, yeah. Little chocolate. All right, down to your face. <laughs> oh yeah yeah lots of coffee up front lots of roast uh, it's pretty dry not a lot of sweetness a little bit of bitterness kind of earthy you kind of took everything i was gonna say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think you nailed it yeah <laughs> that's really good and one of the things that you have to be really careful with, with coffee beers is getting like that green pepper flavor which for whatever reason seems to happen to a lot of people none yeah, of that yeah yeah Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Have you ever had a coffee beer that had that kind of green pepper flavor? Like bell pepper? Now, now that you say it, I'm going to taste it all the time. But Oh, no. <laughs> it, this has none of it. So I'm yeah. not yeah. saying that at all. I've just had lots. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Like, There's different ways to do it. Like, some people hot brew that they cold brew to put it in. Some people yeah. lean in. And just sometimes it has a weird off flavor. This yeah. doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. We, we chose cold brew um, just to stay away from the sharp bitterness of the coffee. Yeah. Um, that was the direction on that. And then it just accents some of the grains that we use in there. And uh, yeah. What, grain, what grains are you using? I know it says on the side of the can, but I'll let you say, <laughs> tell us. Uh, <laughs> barley and wheat. Well, barley, barley wheat. Um, so we're using... What are we using that one? Uh, I believe there's chocolate malt in there and Carafa 3. Uh... <laughs> Lots of dark roasty malts. Yeah, one of the one of those. Yeah. 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 No, it, it's really enjoyable. I like that a lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's been uh it was funny because we we released Essentially, the four that we just had um, were our first four releases. Um, they all came out at the same time, pretty much. Uh, the coffee stout was a little farther behind, maybe two, three weeks. Um, but uh, 
a lot of people were shocked we released a stout in the summertime yeah um and i was like yeah it might not be the best choice but it's gonna be one of our mains and uh we'll uh the nice part about it, we could use local product in it. Um, there are those guys you like stouts in the summertime. Um, Me, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> me too. But I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a problem selling it. Um, that's for sure. Uh, it didn't didn't go off like all the rest of them, uh, just because it was summertime. But yeah. now that we're in winter, it's our number one seller in the winter, um, along with with our our next release. Uh, or for the winter was a vanilla vanilla porter which we're doing next but yeah the stout hit it off in the winter no problem i mean i literally brew an imperial stout so that i can drink stouts in the summer (laughs) (laughs) it's like don't tell me when i can drink this beer (laughs) i i do i do change through the seasons though i find that like i like darker beers when it's like when fall and and winter hit i get into all the darks oh yeah barrel aged and this and that in the summer i like like my sours and stuff like that i love an ipa all day every day but uh i it told my do change with seasons i think it, a lot of people do yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a seasonal drinker too yeah <laughs> <laughs> some seasons i drink more yeah. <laughs> That's every season. the current one yeah <laughs> damn yeah. winter even though we don't really get winter here yeah, yeah. snow it's... for four days yeah <laughs> it's almost feeling like spring here yeah yeah, it's actually nice out today too, and it was a little chilly, but it was nice. Got some sunshine for a while. I haven't seen yeah. that in a yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, that was really nice. So, other than these five that we have, do you guys have any other beers or any beers you're working on about to release that you'd like to plug out? Um, we did release in October. We did a pumpkin spice ale. Um, that one was like, I think we should do something, and. Yeah. Uh, Pumpkin Spice is the bandwagon to jump on in the fall. Um, <laughs> Definitely seems like it, yeah. Yeah, I was all on board on that one. I don't normally drink pumpkin spice, um, but uh, a bit different. yeah, it was it was another fun one that we could do with some local product. So we uh, went to our local fruit vendor, um, Pedro Gonzalez's Fruit Market, and nice. uh, we grabbed 100... 160 pounds of of sugar pumpkins. Wow. Damn. We roasted them in the oven and, and then, pureed them for the brew. Yeah. And then uh, put them in the mash. Um, yeah. So what, was, what, 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 I got to stop. What, what <laughs> size oven did you cook 160 <laughs> pounds of sugar pumpkin in? My kitchen. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that's wild. That must have been a couple batches. It took a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, it took a couple days, but that's that's rad. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I may not see her on the brewery floor a lot, but uh, she's always in the background doing something. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah, yeah so. that's too funny. Uh, <laughs> what what is a sugar pumpkin? What's what's the difference there? It's like a pie pumpkin. So yeah, oh, okay. they're just a sweeter pumpkin than than buying a regular old jack o' lantern pumpkin pumpkin. Okay. I don't know if I've ever seen that. I don't know nothing oh. about pumpkins except that carbon. <laughs> yeah, if you were gonna make a if you were gonna make a pumpkin pie from fresh pumpkin, you would use a sugar pumpkin instead. Oh, of okay, that makes sense. Yeah, 
I've only ever seen them made with the canned product. <laughs> and I don't eat pumpkin pie, so yeah, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I've never been a big pumpkin beer guy, even Yeah, you know what? This one this one got a lot of, oh, uh, no, I'm not going to try that. And then they're like, okay, fine. And then they do, and they're like, whoa, well, that that's actually that's actually pretty good. Like, it's just, yeah, the roast and the, the spices, it, um, it's not like drinking a latte. It's not overpowering. No. It's pretty subtle still, but it's it's better than some of the other pumpkin beers that are out there. Yeah, yeah. it dropped, dropped right on the ale demographic and uh but had the spicy pumpkin notes and uh flavors like eating a pumpkin pie um just i'm probably would have been interested to see it a bit more creamy it would have been interesting but next year yeah (laughs) (laughs) but or next christmas yeah Yeah. (laughs) we only released that one uh locally to salmon arm it was our first release we're like how much are we going to sell? How big do we go? So we did a thousand liters of it. Uh, ended up being like 1500 cans by the time we we're done. Um, and uh, yeah, it's pretty much all said and done with. So uh, we'll bring it back probably next fall and uh, spread it out, spread a, little it out a little further. Yeah. There you nice. go. Nice. That's awesome. And that's, that's nice too. Cause pumpkin beer seems to have kind of stepped back a little bit. Like it, it was crazy for a while there. So get it out now when there isn't like 500 on the market. That's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think for, for the summer, we have a bunch of ideas coming out. Um, we'll see how many we can bring to fruition. And, um, but the one we're really pushing uh, right now is our lager. Um, so that's going to be our, probably our next release. I don't see one coming before that. Um, but that's to please a little more of the Bud Light crowd. Um, yeah, we we're a very uh, a high age dominated uh, <laughs> uh, area area. So older uh, crowd, yeah, 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 the older crowd. Uh, and uh, we've had a lot of a lot of comments for a lager and a pale ale. Um, are kind of the two that really have rung our bells. Um, so the logger, we're going to release that probably beginning of May, uh, ready for May long weekend. Nice. And uh, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be an easy sipper. That's for sure. Uh, I think we're hitting somewhere in the 3.5 to four uh, range on that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sessionable. Yeah. So, have you guys ever thought of doing a sour? Huh? <laughs> uh, I'm not a big sour guy, but she is. <laughs> Honestly, I okay. I used to hate sours for like the longest time. Was such a snob, like no IPAs, pale ales, everything else. And then one day, I found Backcountry Brewing sours, and I uh, just it just switched the game, and I I fell in love with them. I like I honestly can say now that I've only had one awful sour in my life and i don't feel bad saying anymore because they're no longer around but green leaf (laughs) on the key there was so bad i dumped it it like oh oh my god it it tasted like cough medicine the first sip it was like sour and then you went back for another one you're like well what's what's happening why are you doing this to me yeah and they were so nice to me there too and i just felt so bad (laughs) but 
Yeah, I, I used to drink a lot of sours. I had to step back a little bit, but the stomach doesn't like them the older you get sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like two years older than me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but my stomach we, isn't. We probably have a, a good stock of dead frog in our fridge. They, nice. They, they've won over my wife's heart pretty good. So. Nice. Uh, they're good friends of ours, too. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Are you drinking the other? Are you drinking the Warhead or some of their other sours? <laughs> <laughs> I've had the Warhead. Yeah, um, their summer release box was my favorite. Yeah, the, mi- the mixer uh, was great. The, yeah. the, the eight cans yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, I have the other mixer right now. Um, there's a couple that I um, I'm not a huge beer drinker either, so it, yeah. it takes me a bit to finish a can. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I really like Dead Frog stuff lately. I think they've really elevated their game. Yeah. Are you yeah. more of a wine drinker then? I am, yes. I, it's an easy guess. People that like sours <laughs> often like wine. <laughs> uh, or well, the, the Sunnybury Winery is literally a stone throw from the brewery, so we're, we're pretty good friends with them. Too, so it's, yeah. Wow, you got a good little community out we there. Yeah. Cideries, wineries. The yeah, they're open, and they, the foot traffic from there, they come over to the brewery, or they come, you know, they do both of us. So it's our little, our little area is... Um, getting a draw so you come out hit up the brewery hit up the winery it's a little bit of a destination becoming yeah we got a that's awesome great provincial park down the road with beautiful waterfalls in it what's the what's the park called uh harold's park harold's uh, park margaret margaret falls might have to do a family camping trip down there yeah for sure book early (laughs) yeah we always try to that's the problem with them is like you you gotta go on the site and it's like three months go and if it doesn't load properly you're screwed you gotta wait till the next day and the next day but yeah i was actually um in sorrento there uh on the water and it's so nice up there oh yeah like catching fish off the dock and stuff and like i don't think we were supposed to but we did anyways (laughs) (laughs) i think we were supposed to be out further but we didn't have a boat and the kids are like addicted to fishing. So oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a beautiful lake, beautiful country yeah. out there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to remember that. I'll listen to this podcast to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, on. I need to get out that way more often. It's beautiful up there, but I'm in the Okanagan lots and travel all over the place. Yeah. I don't think to go that way as often. I need yeah. to go. Well, we're kind of. Like the salmon arm area is kind of tucked away because there's so many side roads to go from like Kelowna to Kamloops and you totally bypass salmon arm. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta go the long way. Yeah. 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 Scenic route. Yeah. It's it's not a bad drive. I know. Nope. No. Um, I did it two, three years ago. I don't remember when my sister got married. But <laughs> don't look at me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Um do you want to crack this uh, vanilla porter, Mike? Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. I love that sound. Yeah. <laughs> when you listen to the podcast, too, it just sounds great. Uh, I got a great echo in here. <laughs> <laughs> this beer also looks really pretty. You can barely see through it. You can. Yeah. It's, it's got a really wick. big, fluffy head. I was just going to say it's got a wicked head. Yeah. No, I'm very, that's, that's the thing I love looking at the most. It's like, Caramel cream head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that aroma is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So we were, we have yet to um, find a local supplier for this one. Um, 
vanilla is hard to come by at yeah good prices and <laughs> great product um but if you know of anybody send them our way we'll, we'll, definitely, <laughs> we'll definitely consider them but uh we actually had uh one of my cousins found this vanilla on the island at uh goats on the roof in coons oh nice oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i mean still sort of local still yeah. same province yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 we wanted to keep it as close as we could yeah, so. yeah. The unfortunate yeah. part is they bring it for, in from Mexico. So, <laughs> but I mean, it, where is vanilla grown, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you don't That's have a lot of choices. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Mexico is known for having some of the best vanilla in the world. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, yeah, for so sure. So you got to go where it's good sometimes, right? So, uh, yeah, again, supporting another small business in that purchase. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. the nose is great, but man, it has got a nice vanilla taste to it. Mm. I really like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really vanilla forward, but not sickeningly sweet. Like yeah, it, it it with it's super vanilla, but it's not super sweet. Like I'm hard to say, but some some people will comment it's too sweet for them. But okay. again, some people just sweets aren't their thing, yeah. so that affects them more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other people generally say, oh yeah, it's not too sweet. So yeah, like. It doesn't taste like there's like lactose in it or anything. Like it's not sweetened extra at all. Um, no. Definitely got that roast in there still. Yeah. And it doesn't taste like um, cheap vanilla. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It doesn't, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I, I would love to use vanilla in a beer one time. And then I look at the price and go, eh, yeah. do something else. <laughs> yeah, right. so we, we put two liters of vanilla in an 850 oh. liter finished product. My God. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Is this the most so, expensive beer you make or is it your IPA? Uh, we price them at the same price. I just mean like to make. To make. It, um, it's close. There's so much, there's, <laughs> yeah, the, the hops the hops are the, the pricey part about the, the IPA. Exactly, yeah. Um, and the grapefruit. Probably. Yeah, the grapefruit's up there too. I think we we get a pr like pretty good deal on that. So yeah, that's oh, okay. not too bad. bad. No. Yeah, I would no. I would say they're comparable. Yeah, because yeah, IPAs are usually a lot more expensive than most beers. But when you get into things like vanilla, you're playing yeah, with yeah. a very expensive ingredient. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like it. Yeah, no, this uh, is what, great. What are we sitting at? Six point five percent. Okay. All right. Yeah. So this one, it was it was. Registered to come out probably about a 9.5. Um, we backed it down. <laughs> we, we got a, we got a, like before we released it, we even got a few comments from some of the pubs. It's like, you know, we're, we're going to sell one of these beers and yeah. that's all we're going to be able to sell, right? You got to be able to drive home after this, right? So, yeah. Um, so we backed it down. Um, you know, the porter, you're usually looking at a, at a higher ABV. Um, but uh, it seems to fit just nice. I yeah, quite I, enjoy. I think you should do the version of this at nine point five, <laughs> uh, just around Christmas time, and do a super limited small batch. 
Yeah. Uh, and and just sell it like that. I think it'd do well. I know I would get some. They do a half batch or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Not even a half batch. Maybe it's even smaller just to just to test the market. <laughs> I I know we love our Imperials. Yeah. Our barrel aged and all that yeah. great stuff. Um, yeah. speaking of barrel aged, do you guys have you ever thought about uh doing anything like that? Um, well, it's funny because I've been listening to a few of the podcasts when I travel back and forth to Vancouver. Um, nice, nice. And I, I caught one on some of your barrel age. I forget who, who it was. Temporal <laughs> Artisan Ales, probably Tristan. Yeah, but yeah, it was, yeah, it, it intrigued me for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I would venture to say sometime in the future, there will be something like that. Um, cool. Yeah, it was it was neat to need to hear. We've had a couple comments locally about it, um, doing a barrel age somewhere or other, and and uh, yeah, we'll kind of see see where the brewery takes us and uh, kind of what what uh, how many voids we can fill with with new ideas. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's yeah. one of those things. Like maybe that's where you do that batch of your original brew of this. Yeah, toss it in barrels and forget about it for a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what we're or Mark we're both enjoying the most is uh, there's like so many flavors and so many kinds out there that you can play with. Um, like it's like the roads wide open and uh, it's just being creative with it. So totally, um, I would even say this vanilla porter in a barrel would be pretty damn decent. Yeah. Put in a bourbon barrel or a whiskey barrel or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Hell yeah! You guys got yeah. any local uh, whiskey distilleries out there or? Do a collab with one of them. So throw yeah. us a barrel, we'll slap your name on on it with ours, and we'll yeah. do a collab. After dark whiskey. Yeah, we'll have to look after, into. I think After Dark Distillery in Sycamus does a whiskey. Uh, we've got to know them as well, so we all have to look at that. Yeah. I see the gear is a grinding. I know there's a couple breweries down here, and I can't off the top of my head. I can't remember which ones. They'll take a barrel from a distillery, put a beer in it, and then give it back to the distillery again. They put a, a whiskey oh. back in it or whatever. And it imparts some of those flavors. Oh. Interesting. There's always those options too. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like that's that's what I love about this industry the most is this endless opportunities. You know? Or if that winery just down the road does any barrel aging, right? You can Ooh. yeah, yeah. I don't there. think I don't think they're there yet, but uh yeah, we've I've I've played around a little bit with uh some of their and trailing products. So, the, the, uh, what is that? The Great Must or whatever it yeah, is? Yeah, the Great Must. Yeah. So cool. uh, I I have yet to perfect anything on that level yet, but uh, would love to do something with their grapes in our brewery and things like that. That'd be that. cool. Yeah. yeah. So what endless if, opportunities. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There's always it really is nowadays. It's yeah. funny. Like the craft beer industry is still like the wild, wild west in a way. Like it's always, there's always something to go to. Yeah. 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 And we'll, you know, we'll be steady with our, you know, our four mains for, for quite some time, I think. Um, but uh, definitely always looking to release a seasonal or a, a one-off release kind of thing like that. So we really wanted to ensure when we released, uh, we wanted to touch multiple taste buds um, as we, as we put out our, our first four. So kind of get a spectrum you hit you hit it for sure yeah it's important to make sure you can draw in multiple different people right yeah 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 so are these sold in four packs then in store is that what it is 
Yeah, yeah, that's mainly what you'll see. Um, we've had a few uh, liquor stores break them off and do singles. Or do a mixer pack. Or, or yeah. a mixer pack, yeah. Yeah, we, we will sell a mixer pack. Uh, you can build it however you like if you buy right from us at the market or whatever. That's the way I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. especially being new. So you don't want to commit to four, 473 mil cans of something you don't even know if you're going to really like from the liquor yeah. store. So yeah, the ones that do the mixer packs, it's very smart. Well, especially with the price point of beer these days, it's nice to be able to mix and match just because whatever the cost is like you go to a brewery and it's like $20 a four pack. Yeah. You're probably not buying three or four of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're yeah. one or two of them. Right. Yeah. 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 But it makes sense to be able to mix and match if you can. Yeah. I, I like avoid the higher priced four packs because it's like, I don't feel like spending $25 on four beer when I can get like three singles for less than that or four singles for less than that. And they're all different. Yeah, yeah. way yeah. better than if you don't like it too. Like you have a sip of the first one, you're like, "Ugh, who am I yeah. giving away? I just wasted twenty five bucks." Yeah, yeah. But then if you find one you really like, then you just go buy more and more and more of them, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, we we definitely wanted to like even with our brewery set up the way it is, our overheads low. You know, if we can keep our beer costs somewhat down to a more reasonable um like i think our our pills are selling out of the brewery at 17 bucks a four pack taxes nice. so um and then our highest one is 20 bucks taxes in so that's reasonable yeah and it's not a bad yeah. price it's just you know everyone's in a crunch these days exactly oh. yeah, yeah. I'm okay with paying five bucks a can for a beer. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's it's not like if you were to go to the pub and have a pint, you know, you're spending more money than exactly. five bucks. Yeah. So I know yeah. Saturday, yeah. you get 17 ounces is like nine bucks and then you got a tip still. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hey, it's, it's not, I was just in Vegas recently and went to the Brew Dog Bar and it was 12 US for a 16 ounce pint. And I'm like, oh, I'm having one beer and I'm leaving. That's, oh. that's too much. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. yeah, that's like eighty dollars Canadian, and I can go and gamble and drink for free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's either Lagunitas or Goose Island IPA, but it's <laughs> it's free. <laughs> I don't mind Goose Island IPA. It's okay. It's all right. But it, it does the trick. I was just I was blown away when I got twelve dollars. Holy shit! Yeah, that's that's, that's like fifteen bucks or whatever Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything else you want people to know about your brewery? We've kind of talked about your current beers, uh, about the location. Um, I think the biggest thing for us is, is we are a family run brewery. It's me and my wife. Um, and along with me and my wife, we carry along three little kids. So, um, we got a, uh, six and eight and a 10 year old. So, you know, they're, they're a big part of our life as, as we open a new business, which demands a lot of time. Um, and we really thank our customers, uh, especially in the summertime when they come out tour the brewery, you know, it's on our personal property. You literally drive through our carport to get to the brewery. Oh. <laughs> and there are little feet running around when they're, when the brewery's open. So, um, you know, it, the, the, respect the uh, uh, the 
decency uh, everybody brings when they come to the brewery uh, is much appreciated. Um, we we try and balance our brewery slash family life as best we can and try and make the most of it. Um, even when we're going out to events, um, sometimes they tag along. Like last weekend, we were out in Vernon. Uh, we did a nice uh, sip and savor with the Winter Carnival out in Vernon. And we were sitting next to, well, was there, there was... Um, well, Steamworks was there, 15, six, or Okanagan Springs, um, Slackwater. Slackwater. Nice. A uh, bunch, bunch of them, yeah. Yeah, so big names, small names. I think we were the smallest brewery there. Uh, nobody knew who we were. <laughs> 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 so that, that was a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, they, they hooked us up with a hotel room, and the kids traveled along with us. They spent the day in the pool, and we slung beers and had fun all night long so there you go quote unquote holiday yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, we're balancing the life you know we're not we're not uh in our sense tied down to a tap room um we get to go out and, and have a lot of fun doing other stuff um not that we won't ever venture to the tap room i think when the when the, the brewery demands it we'll most definitely head that direction but uh um right now that the, the people around us it's so seasonal um the six months that the tourists aren't here we're you know we're hearing the crickets chirping right so um it's nice to be able to to you know shut down at a certain time and know that uh the public uh, for the most part respects that and yeah. uh, um we can go about doing our business and we just make it well known that we're in every liquor store from here to Vernon to Kamloops. So um, I think we have we're close in. to 30 liquor stores carrying us now. So that's awesome. I yeah. guess that we just, you know, in the wintertime, you can just deal with the kids and the construction and the firefighting and the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the planning you know, for summer. <laughs> yeah. It's not like yeah. you have anything to do. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's quite a boring lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Now, now I understand why it took us so long going back and forth to book this thing. With you guys that is are. true. We were, I, 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 we were not blowing no, you off. I understand because I, I have two little kids. Well, I'm not, I shouldn't say I have a two-year-old and 11-year-old. So my life is all over the map too plus yeah. i work downtown so i totally understand yeah it's uh family first always right yeah. uh, yeah. i just i just have two podcasts and work too much yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're all busy right oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Uh, yeah yeah crazy um so shall we do the question i think so yeah all right so at the end of every episode I, you may have you may know what i'm gonna ask you but out of all the beers we've tried tonight which one is your guy's favorite? Oh, you guys both answer. Which is your favorite beer child? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies first. <laughs> On the spot. Um, um, the red ale for me, just because it's nice and smooth and it's there's it's not too hoppy. It uh, yeah, that one's my favorite. Nice. What about you, Mark? I lean hard seasonally. <laughs> um, <laughs> summertime grapefruit IPA. Love the hoppiness, uh, the fresh fruit flavors there, um, but a hard lean to the vanilla porter uh, in the winter. Um, that's one, as the home brewing side of me, never left the taps. That's one I always enjoyed. Nice. Uh, yeah. 
so that one that one runs strong with me i don't we don't usually do this but do you have a favorite other brew like commercial brew that you enjoy like other craft brewery whatever favorite one we do we do a lot of everything like there's rarely the same thing in our fridge twice just because we love to just sample everything and support support other breweries as well yeah yeah that's a big yeah yeah we had a time we might do our own podcast i don't know (laughs) even just even just breweries like a brewery you go back to more often (laughs) yeah no um like I said, so you go back to the dead frog sours quite a bit. Yeah. 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 You probably yeah. say like dead frog at least is something you go back to. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Uh Fernie has actually been high on my list, especially nice. this summer. Yeah, we drank a lot of Fernie. They're 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 killing it out there. Um, and then Granville Island. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are those are two that I tend to drink more than once. So nice. There but, you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike. For you, what uh, what was your favorite of the five that we tried today? I am probably gonna have to go with. Turn all the names of the cans around. I'm probably gonna have to say that it's a bit of a a tie between the grapefruit IPA and the vanilla porter. Um, I would drink probably a lot more grapefruit IPA in the summer and more vanilla porter in the winter, but I wouldn't stop drinking the vanilla porter in the summers. So. Nice. <laughs> Nice. But they're they're both really good beers. They're different ends of the spectrum. Um, I'd be a little confused because I'd be drinking the grapefruit IPA and hey, this isn't seven percent. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jordan? Oh, this is easy easy for me. I, I have a vanilla porter. Ah, there we go. Yeah, but nice. 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 saying that, uh, I really did enjoy the red ale because, like, right behind that one. Um, weird me not picking an IPA. It is, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, this uh, I just love the vanilla coming off this porter. It's fantastic and Excellent. really enjoyable. I could drink like three or four of those and not, yeah, yeah, good and stuff. I haven't had a red ale probably six months, and I really enjoy that red ale. So good job awesome. on that. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> awesome. Where can people find you online? Yeah, uh, we are ricochetbrewing.ca for our website. We're on uh, Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, you can find us there, no problem. Yeah, and then the handle is Ricochet Period Brewery if you're looking for them on Instagram. Yes, thank you. No worries. <laughs> I, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not social media guy. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I, no, I, I got you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you very much for joining us. This has been awesome, and I can't wait to get my way up there one of these days and for come sure. visit you. Thank Actually, you. do you guys want to shout out your address one time just for uh, the world to know? Or... Yeah, sure, sure. We're at 3865 Sunnybury Canoe Point Road. We're at three houses past the Sunnybury Winery. Perfect. Perfect. So Dude. don't show up unless it's summertime. Yes. Yeah, you know what? Cold. We usually, in the summertime, if we're open, we have our sandwich board out on the road. So you'll hit the winery and then our sandwich board will be shortly after that. And then you can just drive on right through the carport to the back. Nice. That's do not park on the road. Yeah, no. <laughs> and how far are you guys from Cronogue? Oh, it'd be about 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So you can uh you can hit all three, spots. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there for sure. Go. Or all three, yes. Yeah. We've got I just a couple wineries as well. So no wine on this What what is wine? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make whiskey or rum or beer. Yeah. <laughs> Gin. Well, 
thanks so much for joining us, uh, Mark and Megan. We really us. appreciate it. And I'm uh, glad you guys joined us. So uh, the rest of the lower mainland gets to find out about you guys and go to the merch or uh, the bar in White Rock that, do you ever know the name? I don't know the name. Uh, he's going to return the form. So he just personally emailed me. So yeah. yeah. I, it's too bad. Sure. Total shut yeah. I'm, I'm sure you'll be able to find it on uh, their social media when it Absolutely. does get down to the yeah. post. Um, yeah. but thanks again. Appreciate it. You yeah. Bet. Thank, Thank you. you guys. Great. Have a yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah, you too. Thanks for tuning in to Pacific beer chat. We can be found on all podcast apps as well as at pacificbeerchat.com. If you find a podcast app we are missing on, let us know and we'll endeavor to fix that. Leave us a review on iTunes as it helps expose more people to the show. You can email us at feedback at pacificbeerchat.com. We can be found on all major social media apps at Pacific beer chat. Logo design was by Tim, the craft beer tourist. Audio editing done by Cam, known as Cam on Tap on Twitter. To play us out, here is a clip of the song Lothian by the band Conundrum, performed by Kevin Ems. Find them at conundrum-music.bandcap.com. The song that plays us out is part of our intro.